Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by the voice of the blues. Chris Kerber joining us here on the show. Curbs always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Brandon, I'm doing good. How are you guys today? Doing very well. So hopefully the blues start doing a little bit better as well. We had a little bit of a pep talk earlier today. Curbs, what what needs to change right now? Given, I mean, no nobody's going to judge them harshly given how many guys are out. But what do they need to do to be able to overcome the losses that they've had in terms of the personnel? Well, I, I think your first off, your your younger players are going to have to advance themselves a little bit. That's important, and and I guess the to your question, it's it's how do they do that? And and I think the two things that Craig Berube talked about the most are. Um, quicker decisions with the puck and more decisiveness. And it's when you hesitate with that puck that that problem's caused. You hesitate at the blue line, your teammate goes offside. There, there was a play the other day where Sammy Blay looked like he was going to put the puck in. Braden Shen had a head of steam. I mean, mm-hmm. if there was a forward back, somebody was going to get pasted. But Sammy makes a move at the blue line rather than dumps it in. So when we talk about predictability to your teammates and accountability, that's what we're talking about. Braden is expecting that puck to go in for the system that they play, right? And 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 it didn't. So um, Zach Sanford, it's at the end of a really long shift. You know what is it? A, a couple of games ago, end of a, like the defense had gotten caught out there in the second period for two minutes, right? And he's instead of just chipping it out and hoping you might be able to get one guy off. He tries to make a move with it, goes back to Justin Falk, who's wiped, and, and the turnover costs you a goal right at the end of a period. So the, those decisions have just got to be made more decisively and better awareness. And like Zach Sanford referenced that when he met with the media, too, I believe, yesterday on it. So to me, I think that's what I'm looking for today is even if it's ugly, just quick, decisive decisions that make the game easier for your teammates. Curbs, I remember talking with Sanford last season, and he talked about how he does struggle with confidence in season, which is kind of why you see that up and down play from him. I'm curious because we saw it from the morning skate today, Sanford skating with Oscar Sundquist, Blay skating with O'Reilly and Perron. Do you feel like it's more beneficial for Sanford to play with an Oscar Sundquist because he's kind of Mr. Fix-It for Craig Berube to try and get his game going? Or do you think it would be more beneficial to put him back with a Ryan O'Reilly or a David Perron? The the problem is is with the amount of ice time that you have to log when you are uh, on that line with O'Reilly and Perron and so many defensive assignments 
that if the confidence isn't there and you're made the kind of mistakes that he's made that have, I mean, literally three of his four key turnovers in the last two games have turned into goals, right? Yeah. And sometimes that's just the way it goes, but my God, can that snowball on you? I think you see Sammy Blay up there because much like, you know, much like with Ivan Barbashev, he just wants a little more speed and just to go get the puck. Now it's up to Sammy to do that. Sammy's got to get in on the forecheck, use that body, and get that puck free for those other two guys. So I think it is more, less about Zach Sanford and more about the personnel and the, and the style of play that he needs on that line with Perron and O'Reilly right now. We're talking to Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, one thing that we've kind of been harping on today, and I would love to get your thoughts on, is the power play. Because with so many guys out and the depth really being tested for this team, it seems to me, or at least my hypothesis on this, would be that the power play becomes that much more important in these games without some of the personnel that they would like to have. Do you view it that way? Is is the power play going to become even that much more important over the next week or two? Uh, to me, that could be the difference in whether or not you're getting an extra point by a game going into overtime or whether you're losing a game, and we've even seen that in the last couple of games. The power play could have tied it two games ago. It didn't do it. Power play could make a difference, and it's not. And look, even with the personnel that's out, you still have plenty more personnel that, that, that should be able to handle the power play. Um, the, the power play is a real enigma right now for this hockey team, and guys are feeling it a little bit. I think then because they're, because they're pushing a little bit more, that top unit might be extending it from about a minute five to a minute 20, and only leaving 20 more seconds, 30 more seconds for the other unit after a line change. Then they try to force it just to make something happen, and that play never works. I mean, rarely do you get lucky. So uh, without a doubt, the focus right now on how you get through, say, the next four weeks of hockey, because you've got some long-term injuries, right? I mean, that power play can make all the difference in the world because when you've got the lineup that the Blues have right now, yeah, you do have some ability to put the puck in the net, but you're not as deep on the goal-scoring side as you used to be, and a power play can be a huge difference. Now, having said that, Brandon, you got to earn the power play. Like You've got to play hard enough, and you've got to hold the other team in the zone long enough to earn that of those power plays, and, and that's going to be hard to do against this L.A. team tonight. Curbs, we uh, we had this conversation on the fourth period, and I really enjoyed it with Darren Pang. And, and I'm curious to get your thoughts deeper on this. You know, right now, if you, if if you look at the team's struggles, it just seems like guys are trying to do too much for their line mates. Like it seems like there's guys out there that that care so much about their teammates that they're trying to overcompensate rather than just performing at the level that Craig Berube wants them to. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a tight group. I mean, this is a group that cares. But, I mean, and I, I, I hate the phrase, oh, no excuses. Well, this isn't an excuse. This is just reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the look at the players that are not in your lineup. Look at the five of your top nine that are not in your lineup. Look who that is. You know, no organization is deep enough to overcome that. Look How at the money, look Curbs. At look at the money that is on the IR right now, you know? Well, yeah, there's, there, there's that, but... but but even just, but even just, look, look at your team defensively right now, from from your 2019 Stanley Cup team a year and a half ago, right, a season and a half of hockey ago, right. You've got uh, there's there's no Bowmeister, there's no Petrangelo, there's no Joel Edmondson, right. Colton Pareko is injured. Now you don't have Carl Gunnarsson. Five of your five of your top seven, five of the seven, right. So I talked to Craig Berube about this today. You know, and, and he said, look, it is, it's a totally different group. But we have to get that group to figure it out to play within the system, and, and that's the key. So, and, and Craig said something else today that, 
that goes in line to what you just asked about, Alex, and, and that is the fact that um, it, the structure and the system is more important now than ever. You have to play – if you play the system properly, you will help your teammates out more because of that accountability and reliability. If you try to go rogue and you don't get into the right spot, or you, you then, then you, you could mess it up for all four other guys on the ice. So when you're shorthanded like they are, when you've got some inexperience like they have, and when you've got guys whose skill is just not at the level of the ones that are out of the lineup, man, you've got to dumb the game down a little bit, keep it simple, and play smart hockey. And, and look, it, it may not be pretty hockey just to clear it out of the zone and regroup, but you might have to do a lot of that in the next little while just to maintain and be safe. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, the one thing that you know you have is you know you have a goaltender in Jordan Bennington. And that could be the great equalizer for the Blues over the next little while. Curbs, I did want to ask you, because the Blues have certainly had their fair share of struggles at home this season, and this is their last home game for at least a couple of weeks now. What do you think's gone into some of those home struggles? Is there anything that you can pinpoint that you've looked back on that's been a theme throughout these issues? Uh, The the only thing, I I don't think it has anything so much to do with home or road. Unless, unless, the focus of some players is less when they're at home. I mean, and that's the one thing I don't know. I don't know how you answer that. I don't know how you even deduce sure. that, right? Because to me, that would be the only difference. You're just, I mean, look, you, you probably win two of those last three games, you know, which is more decisive play with the puck and not turning it over three times in your own zone. I mean, and, and so if, if the focus is, if a, if a lack of focus to detail, as, as Zach Sanford referred to it yesterday, is is an issue because you're home maybe that's the difference but I, I don't know so much that it's home versus road but you're right I mean there there's a definite difference in the records here I don't know if it's home or a road but what whatever's causing the lack of the lack of sharpness on the ice that that's your factor and and man I wish I had an answer to that one I don't have an answer to that one Curbs I want to go back to Bennington do you think we're in a situation now where maybe we're going to see a lot of Jordan Bennington over this next couple of weeks because he does give you the best opportunity to win games well, you know, you've got some back-to-backs, and so you know you're going to need to use Billy Huso there. I, I think what we've seen, even with Jordan Bennington, too, is you, you've got to make sure that he gets a decent amount of rest when it's possible, you know, because when, when his game will suffer, it'll suffer because of the fatigue. Um, you know, I, I, I agree with Panger on this. We talked a lot about this during camp. Like, we, we still think that, you know, Billy Huso is going to have to get you somewhere in that 20 to 25 points this season as your backup goaltender. And, and, and I don't think that the situation with the injuries up front necessarily would change the coach's philosophy on how they're using those guys right now. You're going to need Billy to get sharp and be sharp and to play sharp in some games and win you some games. So I wouldn't put it all on, on Jordan yet. I don't think that they're at that point. I mean, let's face it, they're still sitting right at the top of the division, mm-hmm. right? So, um, But I do think it's something that you'll have to keep an eye on and, and, and even in there now. But, I mean, Billy's going to have to be even sharper than, than – than he's been because the team's going to need him to be. And I, again, I, I still think you're going to need that 20 to 25 points from the second guy. Last question for Chris Kerber, voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN curbs kind of moving forward. I know we've got the game tonight, but starting this weekend, you have a California road trip with San Jose, Anaheim and LA. When you look at how beat up the blues are right now, I, I'm, I'm always curious about the matchups and how much of an impact that has on these games. How do you see that going? Does that change anything for the Blues with their opponents being able to match up with their forward lines and their defensive pairings? 
Uh, yeah, I think it'll help them a little bit. But, you know, I think what the injuries have done has put those teams a little bit more on the level with the Blues. So, I mean, that that's where you're just going to have to do some out-competing and things. Uh, I, I don't see – I just don't see San Jose – although if they do get Carlson back, it could help a little bit. But, you know, I, I just – I see the threat of those three really being the L.A. team or, or, or the Kings, the same team we're seeing tonight, and that's just because they're playing with a real good organization and structure to their game uh, right now under under Todd McClellan. Um, so you hope maybe they can go out there and take advantage of a of an Anaheim team that has struggled a little bit because, man, Brandon, that road trip, you're gone for 11 days, the longest one of the year. You're coming home for two, which is a back-to-back against Vegas, and then you're gone for another seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think a lot of your season success hinges right now on uh, pretty much the next two weeks, uh, three, two and a half weeks of hockey. It's a tough stretch, and they're doing it without some of their top guys. But if ever there was a team that can do it, it's this one. Curbs, all the best to you, man. We look forward to talking with you again soon, and I will certainly be talking with you plenty next week. Talk to you later, my man. Look forward to it, bud. We'll talk to you next week, and uh, we'll see everybody tonight at the rink. Thanks. Absolutely. Sounds good. That is Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN.